All right, you know what time it is, baby. We back. Coming into week three, we're recording this tonight, uh, right before Thursday night, week three. Gave it a little two-week break to see what was going on in the season, but we're back with the Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast. Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast, yeah. I'm your man, Julian. We got James here. James, say what's up. He's on mute. Okay, Brandon, say what's up. Maybe we'll listen to you. <laughs> what's up, James? You're on mute. All right, so James is in the airport right now. Obviously, we're, we're three busy guys. We're three busy guys. He's in the airport getting ready to, to board a flight. But what have we learned so far? What we want to go over is what we've learned so far the first two weeks of the season and what to know for week three. I'll start it off with the topic. We're going to call this segment, is it news or is it nothing? News or nothing? News or nothing? Rob Gronkowski, top tight end right now in PPR, PPR formats. Is this news or is this nothing, Brandon? Uh, me personally, I think, um, James is still on me, by the way. Um, I, I think it's, I think it's news, man. It's, it's looking like Tom Brady is feeling refreshed, man. He is, he is looking like a spring chicken again, for some reason. He has found the fountain of youth with his avocado ice cream or whatever he's doing this, we're doing this life. Um, yeah, I, I mean, if, if you could do a tight end redraft right now, I would definitely rank Grunk way higher on my tight end list, you know, than, than I have before, because most people that took. Gronk in the first place kind of took him on the flyer. They was like, ah, right. I'll, just, I'll, I'll just take him and see what happens. So yeah, yeah. probably as your second tight end. If you yes, exactly, exactly. So so as like, oh, let me see what he does. And now he, he's looking like, you know, he's going to end up being, you know, top top two, three tight ends by the end of the season, you know? Wow, okay. So news for you. Uh, James, if you could unmute yourself, what would you say? Well, guys, listen, I have background noise here, so because um, I can't join my phone, so I'm going to be on mute while, while you folks are talking. Go bet, bet. So, uh, so, so I, I mean, I, I think it's news because um, of him and Tom Brady's chemistry. It is what it is. And um, I think we, we underrated him as a, uh, you know, as a, as a top tight end in the league. I mean, look, man, it might be his final dance too. And um, I think, I, I think good old TB12 wants to give him the rock. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think you're right, James and Brandon. I think it is also news. It's, it's incredible. I think going forward for the end of the season, I'd probably rank him tight end four, maybe to finish the season. I I don't think anybody replaces Kelsey, and, but I do think giving Darren Waller a run for the money for number two spot is TJ Hawkinson. So TJ Hawkinson or Darren Waller, as of right now, I think either one of them are looking like the the number two guy. Uh, Kittle is probably falling somewhere behind them right now. Yeah. He's not looking too yeah. great. Uh, but I'd put Gronk ahead of Kittle right now for the rest of the season. I, I would even take at this particular point. I would even take Andrews over over Kittle. So yeah, that's newsworthy. Okay, so moving on. Hey, uh, James and Brandon, I'm gonna let you guys think of a news or no, news or nothing topic. I'm gonna bring up a couple other ones right now though. So some things that we weren't really expecting. Uh, the Texans looked decent. Put up a ton of points week one. And still put up points last week too. Brandon Cooks is incredibly fantasy relevant through through two weeks, but is he fantasy relevant this week now that Tyrod is out? Uh, I actually have in a league with three wide receivers. I drafted heavy wide receivers in PPR format. I have Devonte Adams. I have DeAndre Hopkins. I've got Brandon Cooks, and I've got Mike Williams. I'm actually sitting Brandon Cooks despite he's a wide receiver one right now over Mike Williams for this week because Tyrod's out. What do you guys th think about that? Uh, I, I think it's, 
this week I would definitely be a little a little gun shy about um, playing Brandon Cooks just because Tyrod, man. I mean, the guy has the worst luck in the world. Let me tell you. So, um, but I mean, he's I mean, he's obviously you, you know developed some chemistry with Brandon Cooks and it's, and, it's, and it's a bit of a connection. But I would oh, yes. be very hesitant to play him this weekend based upon we have this one guy like they can't even find stats or film on him. Like it's very little film, so you have no idea where you're gonna bring. And it's a Thursday night. Like I would be terrified to play Brandon Cooks. But I, I feel like if if Tyrod Taylor becomes healthy once again, Brandon Cooks would definitely be like for me personally like a weekly league starter. I would start him every week. Uh, hey, hey, I, I don't I, I don't start Cooks anymore. I don't start Cooks with who's who's their backup? What's his name? Mills or some shit? I don't even know who it is. Like, and, I, and I'll be honest with you, man. He's he's there. He's been their offense, and uh, him and Tyrod, and I think with Tyrod out. Big big problems in Houston. Right. Oh, yep. Got to agree. Got to agree. Yeah. So I'm I'm benching this week. And I recommend everybody benching this week. Thursday night games are always sporadic. He yes. could end up he could end up with three scores tonight. But I'd be I wouldn't be my expectation is he has under 60 yards and four or less catches. Which, I mean that's still 10 fantasy points. But I think you could find that elsewhere and somewhere somebody you can that has a higher floor and a higher ceiling. I I, I don't see too much good coming from that. Um. If you, if you guys have any more to throw out there, but uh, some some shockers so far, uh, I, I got to say, Alvin Kamara hasn't hasn't put up the numbers we expected. Derrick Henry had a big flop week one, one. Uh, but but then week two exploded. But Najee Harris, I thought Najee Harris was he hasn't been anything weeks one and two. Darrell Henderson has had a great first two weeks despite Brandon's expectations. Uh, Mike Davis has been a big flop so far. But he's getting he's getting the the carries he's getting the attention just not breaking through with anything. Uh, what, what are some what are some surprises and some things of note that you guys think? Brandon, go, go first. I would say for me, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, man, wow, dude has been a absolute dud. And um, I was watching one of the other fantasy shows um, this past week, and like they kind of traced his stats back to last year. Like I mean, we're talking like six his last six or seven games last year. The dude has put up an egg, man. Has not scored a touchdown so. Even though, you know, Damian Williams, like, you know, vultures all of the touchdowns on the goal line. Like, you know, the relevancy, if you if you have Clyde Edwards-Alaire right now, I would be trying to strike a deal, man, with somebody. I've already gotten a couple um, trade offers from Sanchez. He tried to offer me Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Jalen Waddle for Cordo Patterson. And I was like, dude, I'll take Jalen, but I don't, I want no shares of Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Zero shares. Why, well, you should have given up Cordo Patterson for Jalen alone. Yeah, that, but, but, but I, I need a running back. I in this league, I wouldn't even start getting, but because I'm stacked at wide receiver, like dudes, like you're offering me, you know, goods that I don't need. Like I'm not gonna, I probably won't even play Jalen. So, uh, you, but yeah, you, I need a running back. I, I want no shares of Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Zero. James, what about you? Thinking of, uh, a big surprise is somebody who we went real high on because he's always he always lets you down in fantasy is Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett is yes. Tyler Lockett is having a hell of a year. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, I mean, oh, for, with the first two games, he's wide receiver one in, in, uh, he is. in Seattle. Um, he is. Surprising. surprising. I, you know, and it's funny because I still uh, I still worry about it. <laughs> I, same. Times, but he's crushing it. Um, and then, I, I, yeah. Um, I was just going to say, he, he's to me, he's so boomer bust. He's going to give you 27 or somewhere between two and seven. Yeah. And, and that's what's tough. And you already know too, like there, there's always a certain part of the season where like 
Russell's in the MVP talk, and he, like he always fizzles out, man. Like which is which is the typically year, the first like seven games. The yeah, first he, seven games, you're talking. This is Russell Wilson's year. Yeah, and, and he then just fizzles out, man. He just and then they out. give it to one of the running backs a lot, and yeah. they get hurt. Like Rashad Penny already out. I, I don't know. I don't even know if he's breathing. He's always hurt. But, <laughs> but, what, but what else, James? No, um, I got two more. I got one is K one in Arizona. Kyler Murray's balling out. Wow. Wow, yes. Hey, hey, we, we talked about him a little bit, but we I don't think any any of us three expected him to, to, to put up the numbers that he's putting up so far this no, year. You're right. 100 percent right. I, I think he was a I mean he he was always gonna be like a top five fantasy relevant quarterback just with his ability to run. Um, you know, for mostly anyway, because he, he did pretty decent last year. He was a he was a really solid pickup um last year for sure, you know, and you could and you can get him in later rounds, but I think he was still a little higher on people's radar, but because of the season he had year before fantasy wise, like I said, his, his ability to run definitely made him like, okay, you know, I want to have one of those quarterbacks that have legs. So he's going to get you about, you know, 60, 70 rushing yards a game. Right, James, who's the other one you're talking about? The last, last is um, the, I don't want to call it a controversy, but the, the, the running back situation in Dallas. Now, let, let me speak on this for a second. Yes. So, so, so you, got, you got Zeke, who was a first rounder, right? First rounder in every draft I was in. And I'm in four leagues, and that's crazy. So, so, uh, so he's not been putting up great numbers. He's been up okay numbers, but not Zeke numbers. And, uh, and then you got Pollard, um, who's giving him a blow. And I think Pollard is is doing so well on the ground because um, I think they, I think defenses are expecting a pass, and uh, when they hand him the rock, holes wide open. They're dro- they're, they're dropping linebackers, and he and he can get to that, that second level. Um, what that does in the future helps the Cowboys, but what does it do to to Zeke's fantasy value? I think drops. I think it. what it does to yeah to to to, to Zeke's um um fantasy value it definitely drops it and it kind of puts the people who drafted him in, in the first round between a rock and a hard place because you always want to ride your horses like I would be hard pressed to see somebody bench seek Elliott and then you're going to be living and dying with hoping that you know Paula doesn't vultures a couple touchdowns or he doesn't break up you know he doesn't break he doesn't break a big touchdown so so you're living on edge with Zeke every week so like I mean Zeke for me Zeke ceiling weekly is going to be like you know 10 to 12 points like that for me that's probably going to be a ceiling because they're going to go with Pollard a lot, like a, a lot. So, I mean, and as far as the futures of the Cowboys too, like they're not going to pay him whenever Pollard is giving them, you know, the same production. Right. And uh, just give a little update on where Zeke is, because this is a big topic. We're talking first round, like you put first round capital on somebody. It's still a lot to talk about. And Zeke is somebody that if you play fantasy football, you're nuts if he's not on your first round radar. Yeah. Uh, so right now in standard scoring, he is 20th, overall in running backs and full point PPR 25th. So he's not even an RB two through two weeks. That is news, but all, but Kamara's right about there with him. Um, Kamara had a good week one, really bad week two, uh, at least uh, Zeke, I think was kind of around even given about 10 ish points both weeks. But, but, so so I, mean, I, I, it's, it's tough through two weeks to really say it. Um, Kamara is still that guy, though. Yes, yes. Where, whereas, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, saying. Whereas this one, we're saying early predictions. Yeah, exactly. I, I still, I still think Kamara finishes the year as an RB one. Uh, 
Zeke, I got to say, I think it's the Mike McCarthy effect. It's the, uh, Matthew Barry was saying how Matthew Barry started the free Aaron Jones hashtag because Mike McCarthy would not feed him the rock. Now Mike McCarthy's down there in Dallas and he will not consistently play Zeke. He needs to free Zeke. Hashtag free Zeke starting on the fantasy freaking football podcast. Hashtag free Zeke. <laughs> and, and I feel like with Kamara uh, as well, like, I do like, he, I do like what, Sorry, no, no, go, go, no, no, go, go ahead, James. Go ahead. Go, go, James. I just like, I just like what's happening with those receivers. I like, I like what CD's doing. I think CD's building to being, uh, being a wide receiver one. I think Cooper is has had a, a hell of a first two games, you know. So, so, um, you know, I think, I think all those guys are gonna get their, uh, their shares. But at the end of the day, um, I'm as of right now, and I have Zeke in the league. I'm, I'm selling Zeke, and I'm buying stock in Pollard. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree. So uh, one other guy I want to talk about, is it news or is it nothing? We did not give this guy attention. I don't know if we gave him the time of day, all preseason on the podcast. Now we let the first two weeks settle a little bit. We're coming into week three. Uh, Mr. Jalen Hurts, we've already previously mentioned him on this podcast. Uh, Mr. Jalen Hurts is number four in uh, fantasy football scoring right now in standard scoring, so four points uh, for passing touchdown fourth overall for QBs. Is this news or is this nothing? And what is your projection for him throughout the rest of the season? Um, for me personally, it's, I'm still going to give it, it's not news. Um, Jalen Hurts still had a certain fantasy ceiling that we all expected coming in, which is why people, I mean, any quarterback, even Justin Fields right now with, with his ability to run, people are still going to create, you know, fantasy relevance. But I feel like with Jalen Hurts, he had a certain ceiling. Go ahead. What is that ceiling? Is it really I, high? I think I think he'll I think he'll finish top ten, but, but I wouldn't give him like at, like like once the stats start to accumulate because Jalen Hurts, man, like they're gonna like they're gonna get the film on him, and it's gonna like once we hit that mid era of the season, it's gonna slow down. It's gonna slow down for him. But I feel like his fantasy ceiling was always gonna be on the brink of a top ten quarterback just off of his ability to to run. You know what I mean? All all the running quarterbacks are gonna. Are going to vault up to the top because they give you a little more than the pocket passes. I mean, obviously, other than like Tom Brady, because Tom Brady throwing like you know he's he's, he's throwing like nine touchdown passes in two games. So, not many other pocket passers other than Derek Carr are, are putting up Tom Brady numbers. Like the rest of the quarterbacks that give you give you some kind of versatility. Because even look at Daniel Jones from from the Giants. Like he like he is looking like if you know if Jason Gary continues to run the ball with him. It's going to create a lot of fantasy relevancy for Daniel Jones just because he can run the ball. So with Jalen Hurts, I think he's going to have some relevancy, but I think at the, at the end of the season, once you combine all the other running quarterbacks who are going to accumulate stats, he's going to be probably probably middle of the pack. That's me personally. So middle of the pack, what is that? Is that 12th? Is that 15th? Yeah. Is that 6th? Yeah. What is that? I, I, would, I, would give him, I would give him 12th by, by, by the end of the season. So, I, you, so you think he'll finish uh, like either low-end art, uh, QB one or, or high end. So somewhere between 12 and 14. Is that your projection? Yeah. 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 Okay. James, what are your thoughts? As the season progresses, you'll see the Eagles woes. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I think I, I'm with B. I think he finishes high end, top 10, low end, you know, low teens. So I think this is news. And I was medium. I wouldn't say I was low, but I wasn't high on Jalen. 
uh, Jalen fell to me in a league that me, Brandon and James are in. And I, I was, I was happy to get him. And in that league, I'll add I'm two and oh, just like the other league that I'm in with them as well. Uh, and yes, I played them both already. Uh, but so, so yeah, I am high on Jalen hurts. I think he finishes in the top six in the, in the first, first end, I would say my projection is he finishes between four and six QB four and QB six finishes the season. Okay. So name me the six quarterbacks that you think are, are right now ahead of Jalen. That, that'll, that'll finish ahead of Jalen Hurts. No, I said, so that would be three, three to five. That would be ahead of him. Okay. So, so name me the three to five that you think will be ahead of him. So Patty Mahomes. Okay. Josh Allen is not looking good, but uh, he'll finish strong. I think uh, right now I'm saying Patty Mahomes, Kyler Murray. uh, If Lamar can stop doing dumb stuff, possibly Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. And and then it's a toss up, man. It's really, it's really a toss up. If Josh Allen can get back to Josh Allen started off not too great last year either. And then came together. So I, I have a feeling Josh Allen will get up there, but I, I don't think anybody else. If if Tom, I don't think Tom Brady stays this way all season long. I just Kyler don't. Murray? I Kyler do. Murray, yeah, I said Kyler Murray number two. I think I think Tom I can name you about four quarterbacks other than the guys you named that that I think will definitely finish finish ahead of him. Definitely, definitely who? Who? I, I mean, you, you said you didn't want to say Tom Brady, right? So so I mean, do I get to say Tom Brady? I, I said it's possible. That's why I said four to six. It's possible Tom Brady does. I don't believe Tom Brady finishes the the season the way he started it i don't think that happens at all i'm gonna go with Dak prescott he's definitely gonna finish higher than jay jalen hurts wow wow we'll talk about this one on the side because yeah, uh, that, i put some money where your mouth is that that prescott i feel like justin herbert is you already said lamar jackson justin like herbert come on finish. man come on man you don't think so not at all jalen hurts 100 finishes better than than justin herbert what but 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 see, I feel like you you can't be like so into your heart because you have Jalen Hurts, man. You gotta look at this logical Julian. Right? I'm telling you, like, look at the numbers. Jalen Hurts is not a great passer, though, man. You don't gotta look at points. Be, I'm looking at points. Yeah, you're looking at points. So, so so once again, once they force him to be a passer, that's going to decrease. It's still a long season, man. You know what the, you, know, you also said that about Lamar Jackson? You know what happened with him? MVP. Lamar Jackson is a way dynamic runner than, than Jalen Hurts. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying so I've I heard have, this. Before. I have Jalen Hurts. I have Jalen Hurts bias. I watched him. He he still has his same like his his same go tos: hike, roll right, cut off the whole left side of the field. But that's what he does. Defense is going to pick up on that. I'm just letting you know everything you're saying is this, are the exact same things people said about Lamar Jackson. I would definitely exactly take that at this point. Dak Prescott will definitely finish higher than Jalen Hurts. If you want to put money on that, I will take that to the bank. Yeah, Barring injury, obviously. I think it's too early to call it on Jalen Hurts. Um, I think there are a lot of quarterbacks that could finish better than him. Yeah. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers finishes better than him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Aaron Rodgers, I uh, I do not believe in Aaron Rodgers this year. I think Matt Stafford finishes better than him. So, Bro, it's a long – it's a – Julian, you are getting this short-time bias, man. It's a long yeah. season, brother. It's only it's only week two, and Jalen Hurts has won you a couple games, but you're going you're gonna to play some over Aaron Rodgers, the MVP last year? 100 in fantasy we're talking fantasy we're not yes. talking real football we're talking fantasy football i know Jalen but, Hurts but, is a better option but for the, point, the season than aaron Rodgers. but the point is no the point oh. is he won the mvp yes. because of his stats right he, yeah, and, his, he and he did not finish that well at, in fantasy aaron Rodgers. he'll 
his numbers last year were, were good, not great for fantasy. Are they bet on Jalen Hurts's? Jalen Hurts played what five games last year? Okay, on, so son. if so, so if so, if you want to take Aaron Rodgers' five best games and take well, even just say five best the games, see, five yeah, games. ridiculous now. So, 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 I mean, if you want to take Aaron Rodgers' last five games versus Jalen Hurts' last five games, who finished higher? I didn't know you'd bring up that argument, so you tell me. You <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm exactly. that is something for us to look at because you, you seem to be so high on Jalen Hurts. I think he is a he is a he is a, a, a average passer at best. Like at okay, best. so so through two through. And I don't care what he is for a passer. I'm, I'm care what he is as a passer and a no, runner. Still stats. And the it's numbers stats. he puts up, the numbers he puts up. So Jalen Hurts has given me two good games this year. Aaron Rodgers, I'm only seen one. You know how many fantasy points Aaron Rodgers put up week one? One. The answer so, is so one, gentlemen. It is a long season, I can, man. I can't, I can't trust that guy. But so, so, but on the same token, I would definitely trust the knowledge and experience of reading different defenses and a, and a, and adjusting to a long season with Aaron Rodgers over Jalen. Hurts. He's got a man bun. Hey, listen to me. It's a non-issue. I don't know why we're spending so much time on Jalen Hurts. Listen, so there's a couple other things we need to talk about. Because Julian has a love affair because he drafted Jalen Hurts. That's why. But, but so go ahead. Next topic. Because he drafted him in the 13th. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. He's like, oh my God, this is the guy. Like, okay, Julian, calm down, so, man. It's week two, buddy. Here's it's week three. So, see this guy. This, so, so listen, so there's only been two games played. So I week think three hasn't officially started yet. James, go ahead. I think we talk about San Francisco's offense because mm. we did. We did talk about Mostert being a being super injury prone. <laughs> I drafted him, by the way. I, I'm I'm pretty sure we I'm pretty sure we discussed the injury prone. Did did we not Did we not talk yes. about that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's somebody sneezed on him. Now he's out for the season. Yeah. So uh, Trey Sermon, who all three of us were high on, as uh, questionable this week, and um, Debu Samuel, which went late in every draft I was in, is top five receiver in the league right now, and they're and, number and, one. And Brandon Ayuk, what's happening dude, there, dude? I dude, I I I drafted Brandon Ayuk in your league, Julian, and I, after week one, I don't plan on playing him until, until he has three consistent games. I've already, I already put three consistent in my mind. Like, yeah, three consistent games, then I'll play him. Until then, I am, I will sit him at the end of the bench, and I won't even look there. And you, and James, you did not even mention the RB1, uh, was, was he a fifth round rookie that nobody's ever heard of, Elijah Mitchell? Who the heck is that guy? I, I have him, I picked him up in the only league that I was able to get him, and I don't even know where he went to college. I never even heard of him. Like I didn't even know isn't how you he, spelled isn't Elijah. He, isn't he hurt too, though? Yes. So, so my man Trey Sermon, O H I O, he played one play in the NFL so far and got a concussion. So he, they didn't let my man suit up week one. Week two, we we're like, hey, hey, uh, all right. So all these guys are hurt. Raheem Mostert, like I, I think uh, he was playing hopscotch a pregame and got hurt. So I'm, I'm gonna need Trey. I'm gonna need you to put a uniform on. The guys lower the unit on the depth chart, remove him up because we don't like you. We don't like your face or something like that. So they put him in late in the game. He didn't even get to start. Yeah. Elijah Mitchell gets hurt. Somebody else got hurt. They put Trey Sermon in. He played one play and got a concussion. Is it the line? Is it is it the, the, the power conditioning coach? Is it the nutritionist in San Francisco? Got, got him eating too many greens? No, what's going on out there? No, Baltimore is even worse than San Francisco. I just don't think they get enough reps. Their, their, their bodies don't get accustomed to uh, NFL play. Yeah, so, so that's – but, see, that's the only saving grace with running backs is that running backs are the – running backs and linebackers are the two people that you know are just facing contact every single play. So 
injuries were going to happen. So just be ready. Be ready with your sign button on the free agency list. Refresh your Twitter page every five seconds to see that breaking news from, from, from Adam Schefter or NFL pros, whoever you follow. Be ready because running backs this year are going down. They are dropping like flies, right? They are dropping like flies at a, at a, at a, at a barbecue in July. Hey, so if we're talking about it, we need to talk about who is the, the guy that just got picked up, the running back they just signed. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at Jacques Patrick. Jacques Patrick is the newest signed running back for the 49ers. And I'm sure uh, he's already gone. I think he he, Florida State. He's a big kid, too. He's yeah, a big Flor- Florida State, he was on the Bengals practice squad, and they just signed oh, yeah, off the signed. Bengals practice squad. So, Crazy enough, though, he had a monster game in the preseason. He had a, he had a the, the, the one game he played with, with Cincinnati, he had a monster game. Yeah, he can run. He can run the ball. He did. He did well in at Florida State, man. I, I remember he came right after Dalvin in uh, in Florida State. Or no, right after Cam. He he gave Cam Akers spells. Yeah. So uh, I I don't I don't know what to say there. I don't know what the right answer is. I don't know there in Baltimore who's going to be the guy. I honestly, it's a crapshoot this week. If you've got some a uh, running back in the backfield of San Francisco or Baltimore. I, this week, Tyson Williams is the guy out of all those to play. Tyson Williams, if you're playing one out of both backfields, Tyson Williams is the guy. But I think if, the sleeper. If, go, go ahead. The sleeper in that backfield, I think, once we start to tally up, you know, fantasy relevant for Baltimore, I think it's going to be Latavius Murray. He's okay. going to vulture a lot of goal line touchdowns. So, so, so I, I, I was going to allude to this. I, I think if we have to pick one out of all these people for this week alone, we're looking at week three, Tyson Williams is the guy. Now, if we're looking at Projecting down the season, I, like Brandon just got to, I think Latavius Murray is going to be your guy. Latavius Murray already has scored in each of the games. He was on the team for like three days, and they threw him in. Latavius Murray scored week one on that Monday night. He scored again last week. He's going to get those goal line punches, and he's strong as a flipping horse. He is He's huge. So Latavius Murray is going to get work, and I think as the season progresses, he's the guy out of both backfields that you would for sure want. Long-term now I want to say Trey Sermon. I I think maybe Trey Sermon is the most talented out of both backfields. It doesn't, it seems like Kyle Shanahan's got a problem with him. Just like Brandon Ayuk might be the most talented wide receiver in both teams, but Kyle Shanahan's got a, got a problem with him too. So I don't know what's going on with the 49ers. Very, very difficult to trust any of those running backs with the 49ers at all. If you have Trey Sermon, don't drop him yet. Hold on to him right now. If you have Elijah Mitchell and he's healthy, play him this week. You guys have any thoughts on any of that? I don't. I I I agree with that. Yeah. Do do not give up on Trey Sermon, man. Like I feel like he's he he still has a super high he has a super high ceiling, man. Especially in that offense. Do not give up because most of it is on IR, so you know he's he's gone for at least eight weeks. So I would definitely hold. If you have Trey Sermon, hold the wall, man. Hold the wall. Don't give up. The only thing I disagree with what you said is Ayuk uh, being the most talented. I think, I think Samuel's the most talented, and I think Samuel stays the wide receiver one. I don't think you ever drop Samuel, and he's going to continue to put up those points. Well, yeah, no, you never well, the drop Samuel. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the reason I feel like Samuel is 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 more talented because he can do he can do more things. But Brandon Ayuk as like a, as like your deep threat. Route running wide receiver. I feel like he 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 is still the more prototypical wide receiver that 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 that, that fits the mold of of a wide receiver one in that offense versus Debo Samuel. Like I said, like in college, 
I mean, dude was doing special teams. He was throwing passes. Like, they would line him up in the backfield. He was doing everything when, when he played for South Carolina. So, I mean, he's more of a Swiss Army knife. So, obviously, he's going to give you more value fantasy-wise. But, I mean, in the long run, like, like, like talent-wise, I still feel like, like, like you're straight-up bona fide wide receiver. It's going to be Ayuk. Last thing I want to talk about is real quick. And then, uh, and then you can go, and we can wrap it up. Try to catch a plane. But um, I want to know how many points in a standard scoring league you think Justin Fields, who's been named the starter against Cleveland, scores this week. Uh, I'll go ahead. I will say in standard scoring, he puts up about 19, 18. Yeah, 18. That, that, that's a, I was going to say 20, but I – I think I think that's about where he's going to be the first couple of games because I feel like he still has a lot to learn about being the quarterback. quarterback, I, quarterback I, in the yeah, I think he probably runs for over fifty yards. Yeah, oh, I yeah. think he probably <laughs> probably runs in a TD. I think he also probably has two picks. So I think I mean I mean because you can already see you know from the preseason game like and, and the game that they put him in when Andy Dalton got hurt, he's heavily dependent on his legs. Like yeah, heavily. huge. And that is and that is going to get him in trouble. He's heavily dependent. Like he's snapping first read, second read. I'm out of there. Like that's going to get you in a lot of trouble. Defense like Cleveland, because Cleveland's defense will gobble him up because they got some hitters. So yeah. I, so here's here's what I've done. Here's what I think. I think he scores less than 15. And I think Montgomery has a decent game because they're going to oh, yeah. have that run game rolling. But here's the yeah. thing. I think Cleveland gobbles him up. I think he turns it over. I think I think he turns it over. I think he turns it over at least three times. Yeah. And I've started Cleveland's defense in all four four of my leagues, and I love Justin Fields, but I've yeah, started so, in all four. Don't trust it. First so, start, you can be nervous. So hey, I, I'm with you. I want to talk one one thing. I want to talk about defenses, defense slash special teams, and then we'll, I want to give an update of how we're doing so far through two weeks. So J- James, you, you got to, uh, you got to how. Yeah, you're playing Cleveland each week or in all four of your leagues against Justin Fields and the Bears. I think that's a great move. I actually am playing the Las Vegas Raiders this week in all four of my leagues because they're going up the Miami Dolphins and Tua Tagovailoa is out. Jacoby Brissett, don't trust him. He's a backup. He could sling the rock, but I don't trust him. And he's not the starter. So, and Miami's offense is just bad, all around bad. There's not a single guy on Miami's offense that I would start in any of my leagues right now, unless I was desperate and my team was terrible, but I draft well. So it's not. I might start miles in a flex. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so, so like, here's my little special little hot take right now with, with Jacoby Brissett starting for the Miami. I think, I think Mike Gusecki, the tight end for, for um, Miami has, has a big move this week as well as Jalen Waddle. I feel like Jacoby Brissett, I don't know why people sleep on him, man. He has proven himself on every team that he's been on. There, there has not been a team where, he hasn't come out and like and like have three to four touchdown games because he like he gets it like he he knows how to read defenses you know what I mean so I I think the value of Mike Gusecki for sure I'm 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 still a little on the edge with Jalen Waddle but I feel like Mike Gusecki the tight end for Miami I think I I definitely think he has a big week this week with with, with uh, Jacoby Brissett starting. So so is there is there a defense special teams you'd recommend this week. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about the, let me talk about this real quick. And then Brendan, you give me your t- take on it. So I would, if I could pick any defense this week, actually the number one rated defense through two weeks is the Carolina Panthers who will be playing tonight on Thursday against those Deshaun Watson lists and Tyrod Taylor lists, uh, Houston Texans. I'm starting a quarterback that I, I don't even know. So 
The Panthers, if you could have gotten them, start them tonight on Thursday night. They typically say don't play defense on Thursday night. This is the exception of the rule, and there's an exception to every single rule. Tonight is that night. The Bills right now are the number two defense. Patriots are tied for the number two defense. They seem to always, always, always have a monster defense. Good for them. The Bears, number four. Saints, number five. Broncos, number six. The Bucks defense is serious at number seven. Cardinals at eight. 49ers at nine. Rams tied at nine. And we expected the Rams to be a big defense, and same as the, the Niners. Colts at 11 and Steelers at 12. Well, some surprises are we all expected the Browns defense to, to be high. Right now, they're ranked number 22. I actually dropped them in a couple leagues I had. So their uh, defense is giving up way too many points than we had thought. That's just an update. If you could pick the point, be, point being, if you could pick up a, there are a lot of quarterback injuries right now. If you can pick up a quarterback, I'm sorry, pick up a defense playing against a benched quarterback, like the backup quarterback, play that defense. That is a tip all season long. Anytime you can get a defense playing against a backup quarterback, play that defense. Yes. Any thoughts on that before we give the uh, updates on how we're doing? Yeah, because you're playing the odds. So, so it's okay to strength stream defenses unless you got one of those defenses. There ain't many of them that are like top, top two. So yeah, that's, that's the basic strategy. You just stream a defense every week. Especially with a lot of these rookie quarterbacks who are not seeming to pan out as, as well as everybody thought. So, okay. So let, let's give the update. So myself, James, so Brandon, James, and I are all in three, in two leagues together. The three of us are in two different leagues together. Uh, James, give us an update on how your two teams are doing. We have four minutes to go. Give, give us an update on how your teams are doing. So, in one of our leagues that we are in together, I am one and one. I lost last week. Chesley. That's an Atlanta-based league. And then in uh, yeah, in our boat league, I'm one and one also. So I'm I'm even. I'm yeah, even. You're good. Right. You're good. I'm all right. Uh, uh, Brandon, Brandon, go ahead. How are you doing so far? Man, you, your boy, your your boy's hurting right now. But once again, it's a long season. I, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in two leagues with these guys. My Ironically enough, the one league I'm in three leagues, the one I don't give a shit about, I'm two and zero. I got a monster team. <laughs> two and zero, because but the one that has the most pride in it's probably a free dirt. league. <laughs> no, no, it's it's, it's a pay league, but I, but I still don't even care about it. But but I'm undefeated, which I made the playoffs in that league last year too. But uh, but in in these two leagues, zero and two, still a long season. And your league, Julian, hurting that running back, so I'm still. Sh- Shuffling through the hay, man. Trying, trying, trying to find that needle in the haystack, man. Running back. So once, like I said, injuries are a part of football. A lot of running backs getting banged up. So trust me, my finger is always on the trigger button to find some new wide receiver. I mean, some new running back talent. But I mean, I'm still happy with both of my teams and both of the leagues. So that gives me promise. Like, like, like if I wasn't happy with my teams, then I'd be in trouble. But I'm, I'm still okay with with, with my roster overall. So, zero and two, baby. Still long season. <laughs> Uh, in, in the, in our main league that we're all in together, the one we traveled to Tampa and we drafted on the yacht for, uh, James had the first overall pick. Brandon had the 12th overall pick. I had the fourth and then filled in the rest, but how we did it was you get to pick. So pick a name out of a hat. And if your name is picked, you get to pick what spot you want. If it's available, Brandon had the first choice. And instead of taking first pick, he took 12th. James got the second pick. He took the first pick. I got like fourth or fifth or something and i took the fourth pick uh but so that's how it worked out and jay in running backs right now what'd you say what'd you say running backs right now yeah he's hurting running running backs 
but he made that decision for himself. Well, well okay, anyway. okay, backstory. Like, I've done a lot of mock drafts, and a lot of my best drafts were 11 and 12 picks. So I had to, at that particular point, I'm in two of the leagues. I had to go with my heart because all the other ones, I was top of the, I was, I was, I was top of the draft, and I didn't, I, I didn't really like my, my my teams. So I was like, you know what? All my best mock drafts were back, so that's why I picked it. Every every mock draft that I did, Nick Chubb fell to me. That's who I was looking for for my first running back. I was looking back to take Tari Hill. 11th, Patrick, the 11th overall pick, took Chubb was going to fall to me. I was like, dude, my plan is falling where I wanted to be. I'm going to get Nick Chubb, and I'm going to take Tyree Hill, and I'm going to smash his lead. That's what I thought. Right then, right then, right before the pick that I was going to pick, Patrick takes Nick Chubb. That ruined my season, dude. So, so, so I had to change my entire draft strategy at that point. I'm 11, he's 12. He took the guy that I wanted. And Patrick was the defending champion. He's crushing yes. the league right now. He took Chubb, yes. turned around, took Kelsey, Kelsey t- came back around, took Murray. So he's crushing us. I believe Chubb felt it, dude. That's weird. He shouldn't have felt that. Dude, dude, I so look at the wise. Don't listen to don't look at mock drafts. Whack. No, I mean I mean what I mean, obviously the mock drafts did something because in every mock draft, Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb was there for me to take. And in that league, I was one pick away, one pick away from 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 so yeah, the you mock drafts have, being exactly it's close. That's close. All right, so, we got one minute left. So I'll give you an update on how, how I'm doing in the two leagues. Uh well, I'm two and zero oh in both of them. I, I mean, no, nobody's surprised. The I play, I play, oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's the season, Jalen Hurts. I played Brandon in, in one of them so far. I was in two and zero in that league. I played hey, James in one of them. You were so shitting bricks that game too. No. Oh my God, Brandon, you almost beat me. No, <laughs> I, I said no, the whole story. Dude. Brandon had we have like uh, Darren Waller on was it Monday night, and he came back. I only won by five. <laughs> I was up a ton. Darren Waller, Darren Waller, and Sammy Watkins. But all right, hey, week three starts tonight. Good luck. Reach out, comment below, subscribe. It's been the Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast. We'll see you next week. We are... Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast, yeah.